Welcome to episode number 16 of The Student Manager. It's Michael Fong, other known as Fonger News, here with VIP special guest, Leela Marshall. Leela, what's up? Hi. All right. Are you full? <laughs> yeah. Papa's a lot. Why, why don't you tell my audience and followers, what, what did I treat you to? Um, so we had a nice lunch at Kava down on 17th Street. Um, I got my greens and grains bowl. It was delicious, but it's very, what's the word? Filling. Filling. Yes. Filling. Yeah. That's why we're just sitting here on a nice recording day. We got we to gotta thank our executive producer, Murph Cargus. Murph Cargus in the house, formerly of Sugar Ray and all our sponsors. We only have one sponsor, Leela. It's Fonger News, right? We're trying to grow. Maybe after your podcast is dropped, we'll increase followers from 15 to 20, maybe more. Wow. <laughs> You're big time now. Yay. Okay, so let's get right to it. You have a great story and we've talked about it. And I said, you know what? We need to share this with my audience and followers because I'm gonna just go straight to it. A 4.3 student coming out of modern day SAT 1370, which is equivalent equivalent to like a 31 ACT, you're applying to all these colleges, don't get accepted to the college that maybe you want to go to, and you now have the courage to go to the community college route. Yes, yeah. So take me back to that day in March, your senior year at Modern Day, and you opened up or you found out your letter with... Um, UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, so I, for some reason, well, it was probably because my sister, um, she went to UCSB, so I was there um, a lot more than uh -huh. any other colleges, and I really loved it. I mean, it is a beautiful campus. I could really see myself there, um, and I kind of thought I had the grades and SAT score for that, um, but, you know, it, it doesn't always boil down to that. There's a lot more. And every year it gets more and more competitive. So um, i not saying I thought I was for sure getting in, but I, I thought I had a really good chance or shot. So when I learned that I didn't get in, I was... I, I was pretty... I wasn't devastated, but it did kind of made me realize like, okay, wow, like this whole college thing, it's a lot harder to get into the school you want than right. you initially thought, you know? So you wanted to be a gaucho. Here you are on campus thinking you're going to get in. And if you, did you even have that backup plan? Like if I don't get into Santa Barbara, what are my other options? Yeah. And I thought, I think that's why I did apply to like some other schools just to see if I would get in, you know, safety schools. Um, but I didn't really have the desire to go like anywhere else. Um, which is kind of why I went to community college. Cause it's like, if you don't love it, why spend your money there? You know, a lot of people I feel like don't won't do that they will just settle for um whatever second best or they might find a school they like better than what they wanted to go to i want to hit on that because that takes a lot of courage leela you said i want to go to community college because most of my guests here coming from modern day and newport harbor i don't even think they talk about community college and that's why i wanted you on my show because you have a great story to share and more people need to listen to it 
was community college even a consideration when you were in high school? No, not at all. And I'm not sure if it's because I went to a private school or just kind of like the Newport community in general is like community college isn't really, I feel like it's not as encouraged as, you know, other four-year schools. Um, And I feel like there's kind of a misconception around community college period. A lot of people think it's just for you know, people who want to slack off or they just aren't good enough to go to college, so they go there. When every, literally everybody I've met, um, they are so driven and determined, you know, to figure out their life and go to a school that's better. Let me ask you this. Do you think they're even more driven because they have a plan in place? It's not like they're just going to college just to throw that sweatshirt on them and saying, hey, right, you're at modern day walking around campus that first fall, everyone's talking about where they're going. Mm-hmm. And do they really want to go there? Think about Murph. Think about all the students I've had come back and transfer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, this is why I wanted someone from the Lasers, it's IBC. Really it's expensive. It's not cheap to go there and go, ah, mistake. You're right. And, and Lila, we talked about this. You said, Talk, talk to my audience followers about, you're talking about your gut and your feeling and you, your other options that if it wasn't Santa Barbara, we looked at these other WCC schools, West Coast Conference, right? The LMUs, the Pepperdines, mm-hmm. the, the uh, University of Portland. Kind of take my audience and followers through that process, what you were thinking of, because they need to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So... UCSB came out a little earlier than the rest of the UCs and most of my other schools. Um, so I, when I kind of found out I got into like LMU, I, I didn't really think much of it at all. I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. I got into Fordham. Okay, that's whatever. Um, then I started hearing back from the other UCs. You know, I got obviously rejected from UCLA and UC Berkeley, but that that's fine. Oh, you don't feel bad because my daughter, <laughs> Sophia, same year, same yeah. class, got rejected from both of those. Oh yeah, it's hard to get into. Um, I actually wasn't looking at UC San Diego um, really that much. I just kind of applied there just to see. Right. And I got waitlisted and then I started looking into the school and I was like, wow, like, I think I like this even better than UC Santa Barbara, like after I visited and stuff. Um, so then I also heard back from Slow and SCSU, which I got waitlisted to both of those two. And I, I think it's because um, I applied to nursing and public health, which mm-hmm. are very competitive majors. And maybe that wasn't the best choice, but I kind of just didn't really care because I thought I was going to go to UCSB. So I said, okay, I'm just going to apply to like these hard majors and see if that changes my, um, like how I feel about UCSB if I, you know, get in to slow with public health, like, or SDSU for nursing, you know. Who was giving you the guidance on that? Was we talked about this, you didn't really have, or you did, we're talking about outside counselors compared to your counselor at high school. Who is kind of guiding you on maybe the majors or, you know, I'm just going to focus on Santa Barbara? 
like my like modern day counselor yes like what did he think about everything or, or and you know we were talking about the the out like the outside or the the modern day counselor saying yeah yeah, yeah i think you're gonna get in yeah. right yeah i don't i didn't get a lot of advice major wise from my counselor um i think he just kind of looked at my grades and said okay these schools like you have a good shot of getting into um but myself like talking about myself i honestly didn't even know what major i wanted to go into instead of applying undecided which i feel like might have helped me a lot in the end i just kind of applied random majors everywhere so UCSB that was English because I felt like maybe that was an easier major and that would help me get in there and same with the other UCs and then for the rest of the schools I didn't really necessarily care about getting in that's where I applied like nursing or bio Mm -hmm. or something if you had to do it all over again and for the seniors that maybe are still completing applications now or for Mm -hmm. the upcoming juniors rising juniors what recommendation would you give? Would you tell them to go undeclared? We've talked about this in other podcasts about depending on the school, especially slow, what your major is. Like, yeah. What would you do differently today? Yeah, I would definitely say if you really don't know, there's nothing wrong with going undecided. And like we were talking about earlier, just you need to kind of show that whatever you're doing like you're passionate about so even if that is like being undecided like as long as you are open to like exploring i don't know your major that might be a better fit for you in the end than like just applying with you know a major that you don't really have an interest in and that's why you got into the school maybe that school is not the fit for you i guess Right. L- let's talk about IVC. I mean, you it's been you have taken four classes, correct? Yeah, yes. And it's been September, so uh, your semester, so you're 2 months into it. Mhm. What do you like? What do you not like? Well, okay, my situation is a little bit different um because I signed up for community college so late. Um most of my classes are actually at Saddleback College. So that's an extra challenge. I'm at two different colleges. Um, Get to explore and experience two campuses. I guess so. <laughs> it is, it, it's a little harder and it was took a little longer to adjust. Um, actually, most of the week I'm at Saddleback because mm-hmm. two of my classes are there. So Monday, Wednesday, I'm there. And then Friday, I'm at IBC. But I signed up for next semester and all my classes are at, at IBC. So I'm happy about that. Give my audience a, uh, a little high-level overview, the differences between Saddleback and IVC. Do you like one over the other? I mean, if you're there, Saddleback a lot. I mean, what do you like about it besides the classes? I, I do not like Saddleback. I think it's because it is so far from my house. It's a 30-minute drive. Um, it's a really large campus. Um, and I've never... Uh, I don't know south south county i feel like kids are very different i feel like i kind of i don't really um fit in i i guess i don't know i feel like everyone already knows each other i mean because all they're from all those schools down there 
Um, so I, I really don't know anybody there. Mm -hmm. Um, I like IVC. I like the feel of IVC. It's a little bit smaller. Um, one of my good friends goes there and I don't know. I, it's, it's close to my house too. I'm more familiar with it. Okay. So let's piggyback on what you just stated because that Mm -hmm. might lead to the next road, right? Right after IVC, where are you going to go to school? If Saddleback's a big campus, you don't like that. IVC is a smaller campus. Have you trans translated that into your next step of your education for college? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's I, talk about that. I always thought like I would go to a big school, um, but now that I've kind of, I kind of know the feeling of feeling alone in like a large, you know, um, school. It's it's really difficult, and I think, and at a smaller school, it, it would be easier for me to to find um, like a community. I'm not saying like you can't at a bigger school, but maybe a smaller school um, would help people like me who you know just it's it's harder for me to put myself out there to mm-hmm. a large group of people. I guess yeah. So do you miss? I mean, you see, social media is so big, mm-hmm. right? And all your friends, you're, you're class of 19 like my daughter. She's mm-hmm. up, up at Washington. Uh, we talked about this. You have friends at different colleges. You see all their posts. Does that, how does that affect you if it does at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew going into it that it would be really hard for me to see everybody, you know, experiencing their their freshman year at a four year, like going to football games, sorority rush, like, ugh, like I had to look at that and it looks really fun. Um, and I do really miss my friends. Like all my good friends are on the opposite side of the country and even the world. I have my best friend studying in um, Paris right now. So, um, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, it is hard for me to look at Snapchat, look at Instagram. Thursday night, everybody's going out and I'm studying, <laughs> but I I have a feeling that it's going to pay off. So, and I've also, mm-hmm. I don't know, in high school, I, I wasn't a big partier. So I think I am the person that would be um, okay with the community college um, kind of lack of school spirit and right, like right. social life. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you, does... When you go to college, do you want to do a sorority? Do you want to go to a college with a football team where you, that's part of it, right? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely, you know, first of all, like experiencing um, community college and just seeing everybody else, you know, go through the sorority um, process made me think about, um, you know, doing it myself and like, what kind of what kind of social events I would want to be um, involved in in college? Um, I think I want to jo- join a sorority. Um, it would probably help a lot, especially if you're not coming. F- if you're coming from a, like a tr- like you're a transfer, you know. Mm-hmm you can find a group of friends way more easily if you do get involved in you know if not a sorority like at least a club so i know now i definitely 
like need to put myself out there and get involved to have a better college experience. Well, and you hit it right on the dot. Like I tell my daughter, cause she's not an all extroverted. Mm-hmm. And I said, Sophia, you just have to join and be involved because the college experience is what you put into it, right? Mm-hmm. If it's either two years or four years. And we talked about this and I just came back from Seattle. Sophia's having a great time, right? It's for what you do. Yeah, to what you put sure. into it. Yeah. And I've met some of her friends that actually are transfers that are coming in as sophomores and juniors and they're experiencing it for the first time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go into, we kind of talked about this and and I want to go into when in high school, right? You're getting ready for the SAT, ACT. You don't have any outside uh, tutoring. You're doing this all on your own. I, I did. I did have outside tutoring at first. Okay, um, so let's <laughs> talk about that at first and then tell my audience what you did and what you think. Yeah, I, I signed up for one of those um, like tutoring clinics. Right. Which, um, first of all, they're very expensive. Um, second of all, maybe maybe it's just the way I am and the way that I learn, but it didn't really help me as much as I thought it would. And honestly, just, I, like, after I was done, I, like, took the test and I still wasn't doing very well. So then I I started to take it upon myself and, like, study. So I I really started, like, you know, downloading all those um, SAT study or, SAT tests online. I I bought like the S the big SAT book right. with all the practice mm-hmm. tests, and like you you just you really just have to practice. Like that's all. Like the test is is just so like that, you know, where you can kind of learn how to maneuver the test. I guess. So what I'm hearing is if you if you parents out there some don't have the resources, mm-hmm. uh, and you can actually go buy the book yourself, study, learn because everybody has their different learning styles too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Like you just need to know and figure out what works for you and like what you need to improve on yourself. So like maybe the first time you do it, you just take the test and you see that you're getting a certain math concept wrong. So you just, I don't know, like look it up online and you review it or you kind of notice that um you're really behind in the reading section and you're not finishing um you're not finishing the uh the section right right it's a sec- I, I can't remember there's, there's reading sections. grammar yeah all that you just you you kind of just have to figure out okay like I should spend this amount of time reading through the passage and this amount of time answering the questions. And then each time you do it, you'll get better and better at kind of figuring out how you should go about the test. How many times did you take the test? Six times. <laughs> Why? Um, uh, the SAT, God, that it just gave me the worst anxiety ever. And then when I get anxious, I just procrastinate. So, um, I basically what happened was it was a cycle. 
I would sign up for the test. I would feel really motivated to study. Um, then I, as the weeks go on, you know, I have other stuff to do. And then every time I would think of the SAT, I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's coming up. I need to study. And then I get really like anxious. So I just procrastinate it. And then it's the week before the night before I'm studying and I, I do okay. Like I improve every time I improved every time I took it. But after I knew, you know, Leela, if you just started studying earlier, you would have done better. So then I do it again. And I did it until I couldn't. You didn't <laughs> want to take it a seventh time? Well, I, I couldn't because I had to submit a score to <laughs> the college. So, um, yeah, that's the only thing that stopped me. I probably would have kept taking it a million times. <laughs> we talked about this and, and I've had a lot of uh, followers reach out to me about financial aid, FAFSA, and I think uh, you, your probably parents were more involved in that application process, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, and we talked about some of the schools. I mean, what do you know? What, what would you tell students um, or parents out there about FAFSA and some of the things that you were awarded and given mm-hmm. and then how that played in part to your decision-making process? Yeah. Um, well, the FAFSA is different for everybody, obviously. And by the way, I'm gonna pause there. FAFSA, remember financial aid, that's bottom line is what it is. It's yeah. helping students out there and parents if you did not know that it's out there because you all think most of my audience and listeners are from Newport. Let's just bag on them for a little bit. They think they could just <laughs> pay for it, scholarships free, the Rick Singer crew, Varsity Blues, but no, real life, like real life is, it's hard and there aren't everyone doesn't have all the resources out there so let's talk i'm sorry i just yeah no and everybody should apply as soon as possible because i heard they give out more money to um i guess it's like first come first serve yes yeah um so it's great and it can help a lot of people you know be able to afford college um honestly it didn't really necessarily help me but maybe that's because I am from Newport, maybe they just go off of like where you live. Zip code. Yeah. But let's touch on that. Uh Uh-huh. How did it not help you? Well, I I have a big family, so I have three other siblings. My sister's in college. My brothers are in school. Um, My dad's the only one that's working. So um, I feel like we could have had a little bit more assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, the schools I did get into, they they did give me financial aid, although th- they were loans, so not really the best um, kind of financial aid, but I, I still got some. So how much did University of Portland give you? Oh, God. So their school was like, I think their school was a little less expensive for a private school. I think it was like 45000 and they gave me like, I think like, 20 to 25 I can't really remember so it basically half off my uh education that half off education for going to a private catholic school out of state and did you like University of Portland um it was I did you know what I did like it I just I got in for nursing and I just didn't know if I would want to be there if it wasn't for nursing. They, you know, 
they don't, it's not really a big sports school they don't have sororities it was a very very small campus so I can see it working for some certain people but I just I honestly didn't think I would really want to go there if I didn't go there for nursing and I mm-hmm. didn't know if I wanted to go into nursing so it's like okay what if I what if I went there and I spent the first year there and then I realized oh I didn't want to go go down the nursing path like okay then what would I do would I stay at that school I I don't really know I don't really think so and Leela hit hit it perfectly it's a it's a beautiful campus really Mm -hmm. small yeah I think new buildings yeah and I I actually like the little hilltop that overlooks down at, at the city oh yeah it's beautiful and the food is amazing the food is so good there and I'm going to give shout out to my good friend, Scott Balcio, because his dad runs that whole Bon Appetit catering food service. And that's one of their campuses. Matter of fact, he's a big alumni at University oh, of Portland. Awesome. Balcio Common Halls. Yes. Balcio, if you're hearing me out there, Balcio Common Halls. That's because of his dad. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So now let's go down to Southern California because... You got some financial aid from LMU as well as Pepperdine. Mm -hmm. Why don't you share on that? Because parents out there, there is financial aid out there. And it's now, it might not be the right school for you, but it is out there. Yeah, so um, I I got into LMU. They gave me some, I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember if if it was a loan or if it was just a scholarship. I, th- I think most of it was a scholarship, but some of it was a loan. Um, and, and you I, had to pay it back with yeah, interest? I think it was around like 18000 which LMU is still really, really expensive. So it helped, but, you know, compared, compared to a UC, still significantly more, like still like $20,000 more than a UC. Right. Because you figure, and we talked about this, Pepperdine's like sixty, seventy thousand. And oh, it's it's like eighty now. Eighty thousand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Excuse my numbers, a little fuzzy math. <laughs> and then what was the financial aid at Pepperdine? Um, that they gave me. Yes. Uh, okay. It was yeah, it was seventeen thousand, but I think it was all a loan, with a really high interest rate. So you had the option of these other private Catholic schools, but what was telling you no that I want to go to community college and then make a decision from there? I think if I think um, a big motivator to that was if I was really thinking about the cost of Pepperdine and LMU that much, then maybe that means I didn't love it. You know, I feel like. If I would have loved it, I would have taken because my my parents were ready to take on, um, you know, the college expenses. Like they were totally fine with it. They um, they were willing to pay, and I mean that's another important thing. If your parents, you know, just can't afford it, then then you should definitely always reconsider. But I. I honestly didn't really have to reconsider because my parents were okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just thought myself, okay, if if I am reconsidering it so much, then maybe I don't love it. And I I visited both of the campuses, and I and I honestly just 
I didn't. Like, I didn't fall in love with either of them. So I thought, you know, I started looking to community college and I, I got a really good feeling from it. So, yeah. And we talked about this. Everyone's having their graduation party. You still had not made that decision yet, right? No, of, no yeah, no. And when did you finally make that decision? And, and obviously, I guess the, the feedback and the hint is, or advice is, make that decision early so you can sign up for the classes oh, yeah, yeah. at the campus. But walk me through that process uh, and that time frame, like that May, June. Yeah, I, I just remember grad night, like, I, I was like, I still don't know where I'm going to go, which is so funny because everybody was, um, you know, already committed, you know, making their roommate plans, their summer plans before college. And I, and I was still very much in the dark. Um, but somewhere along those, you know, couple weeks after graduation, I, I had, so what happened was, I was committed to LMU and I got off the wait list for Pepperdine and I had until like around June 1st to decide if I wanted to go to Pepperdine or not. Um, so I still had a couple weeks after graduation to really think about it. Um, and then I, and then I just started looking into community college and the more I looked into it, the more I actually started to consider it and think it was a good idea. And I started talking to, um, my parents, um, like other other people that have gone through college, and they all thought it was a great idea too. And I talked to um, like a neighbor who she she went to community college. She was kind of in the same situation as me, where you know she was kind of expected, I guess, to just go to a four year, and she chose community college. And she said she was so glad she did. She learned a lot from it. So that like made me feel confident um and made me feel like yeah i think i am choosing the right um school for me for my situation so um i think maybe basically that the date that i had to commit to pepperdine it came in past and i just never felt that urge to commit i guess i kind of knew community college would be better and things happen for a reason leela yeah, right? I believe so. Your gut. So I, I got to give you courage for making that decision, especially for the school that you graduated from, the area that you live in, because if there's any advice or recommendation that you can give students out there, this is if you're still listening, if you haven't turned it off or fast forward, <laughs> right? Because students need to hear this. Not from me, not from adults, but someone from like yourself, because there's so much pressure in today's oh yeah yeah world, right? So it's, yeah, what and would you tell students? I had, I had that misconception myself. I never, I feel like I never commit. Uh, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Never considered community college, um, just because I kind of thought like, oh that's a place where people who slack off go mm -hmm. and for people that, you know, they're not good enough to get into a regular college. So they go there. And I feel like a lot of people kind of hold those same opinions about community college when really like, I kid you not, I, everyone I've met, they know what they want to do. They have like, they have a major 
and they are so driven and and determined and they're all amazing students everyone I've met they're all really good students they just have you know they all everyone has a story so their story just you know kind of led them to where they are now um what advice would you give parents um don't think that your kid will not be happy at a community college I feel like my parents were kind of scared of that um and yeah it it is a lot different than like a four-year college but I've never regretted it ever so that's great advice because at the end of the day I always tell parents and followers and listeners it's not about you it's about your kid every kid's different and I'm sure Mm -hmm. you have friends out there that are in college for your schools that you know we don't have to mention any names that personally should not actually be either at that place or in college because they're not ready would you agree yeah and I don't think I was ready so I I think if you're not ready um I mean there's a lot of reasons if you're not ready if you want to save money um it's okay. Yeah, it's it, it is okay and you will you will be happy and you'll feel like you're missing out on some stuff, but you'll be glad about other stuff too, like living at home, you get to see your family all the time. You maybe have a car, you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have had my car if I went to college. I wouldn't have had been able to keep my job. You wouldn't or... be on this podcast cuz I wouldn't even know you by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've known you but Yeah. Um I wouldn't be experiencing having my first job or, you know, um, volunteering or looking into internships or anything like that. And we've talked about that. Now you just quit your job and you're going to look into interning and doing some nursing stuff. All this, again, happening for a reason. Is this preparing you for your next step for college? Yeah, I hope so. I hope, um, you know, volunteering at Chalk will kind of let me know if I do want to go to nursing because that is a very specific major and career um and if not then I can try something else I guess (laughs) so in a year from now where are you going to be like do you know what college I mean you got to go through the whole application process again but it's different but you've already have this experience under your belt three months and then you're going to finish out obviously the spring and we kind of talked about it um what's the next step college wise yeah now what you're thinking about rather than just narrowing it down and i don't even think santa barbara's your number one choice now no it it actually <laughs> isn't which is really funny i think of all the ucs um san diego is, is actually my first choice which i would have i would have never known that if i didn't apply if i didn't get waitlisted. right so i'm i'm grateful for the like kind of terrible experience I had with the admissions process and being waitlisted to all of these schools and and feeling like I wasn't good enough because you know it's gonna it's gonna carry on to my next step and like I I will have a better idea of not only my major but you know the schools I really do want to go to and um right now I'm I'm still kind of deciding if if after a year I'd like to transfer, which you totally can 
like transfer to a private school um after a year but if it's a uc you have to wait two years you need at least 60 credits so um i i just kind of need to figure out you know this semester and a little bit of the next because they're coming up this spring if um if transferring after a year is what i want to do or if i just want to wait out the two years right yeah Layla, you've been a great guest I'm very intrigued and interested to follow you now on your career path or your mm -hmm. educational path because you know what? In a year or two years, you're gonna come back on this podcast, hopefully, if you agree, to <laughs> share that, put, putting the other missing pieces together yeah. because that's what students need to hear. Families need to hear what you just communicated because it's a great story. And I'm just glad you um, were open to being my guest and, and taking time to share it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I I would love to, you know, help out anyone who's who has been in the same situation or is going through the same situation that I was in with college. Like just knowing that, you know, A to follow your gut and B to like just wait, yeah, can we cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know where I was going with that. Keep going. He's good. Um, what what was the question again? Well, my big takeaway is community college is okay. And especially if you don't know what you're going to do, if you're not ready yet, and it's a great transition to the UC systems. Mm -hmm, yeah. And don't feel pressured by your peers as well no. as your parents. Yeah. And everything works out. Everything happens for a reason. It really does. Yeah. Um, yeah, just trust your gut. Even if, like, even if, I'm not saying, like, everybody, everybody could go to community college because some people just really want that college experience, and I respect that, and I, and I can totally see that. Um, but I think if you are in the same situation that I was in, you should definitely consider it. Um, it's, I promise you, it's, it's not a place for slack offs and it's not as bad as you think and you can it's kind of up to you to make the best of it too and that's in life and that's in any situation and that's coming from leela marshall who is not a slacker she's driven courageous 4.3 graduate from modern day and ap honors classes 1370 on the sat and you know what Things happen for a reason. She didn't get into the college that she wanted to. She's going a different route and we know you're gonna be successful. So just adversity builds character. I'm sure your dad told you that before. And the whole story that you just shared was adversity and it's building character from, I don't even, I remember you in high school with my daughter, Julia, but just in the last three months, you've probably grown up so much. Yes. and. Like experience is really the best teacher and even if you're not going to community college like I encourage you to just try as many things as you can because that is what is going to tell you what you want to do in your future too. Thank you, Leela Marshall. I want to thank my executive producer, Murph Cargis, always behind the soundboard switchboard. Got to give him and his base, former bass player at Sugar Ray uh, some props and thank our sponsor, Fonger News, for producing this great podcast of the Student Manager. Until next time, Fonger News out. Bye.